So check this out. Bright Hire just launched this amazing AI sidekick called Bright Hire Plan. It's like having your very own AI assistant that can build full interview plans in just minutes. Imagine going from a job title to a thoughtfully crafted, inclusive job description and a full structured interview plan in minutes. No, not hours anymore. It's a game changer for recruiters and hiring managers. I know I'm usually the one to hate on new tech, but honestly, this sounds incredible. This is AI used right for better quality and more efficiency. It's like the holy grail of recruiting. Dozens of companies from high growth startups to multi-billion dollar enterprises are already using Bright Hire Plan to save tons of money, time, and raise the quality of their hiring. And here's the best part. You can give Bright Hire Plan a spin for free. That's right, for free for 30 days. Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. What's up, freaks and geeks? It's your favorite guilty pleasure, the Chad and Cheese podcast with another edition of Firing Squad. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined, as always, the Starsky to my hutch, Chad Sowash. Hello. And today, our victim, I mean our guest, is Nick Barth. Co-founder at HireProof.io. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, what up, what up? What up, what up? Give us a Twitter bio about you. Uh, we'll get to the company stuff in a second, but you've got a you've got an interesting story of globetrotting around. Tell us, what's up? He's currently uh, broadcasting out of Anne Frank's closet. Is that is that what I've heard? Yes. Built in 1248, apparently. <laughs> a lot of creaking going on in Nick's house. Tiny space, but it's cheap. I can't complain. Uh, I've been a software developer for 10 years, lived in Europe, Asia, and America, currently living in Amsterdam. Uh, work for startups, big and small, currently live streaming my work days on Twitch. Personal interests are long walks on the beach and poetry. Live streaming your work I'm days sorry, on I was going to go back to that too. <laughs> live streaming your work days on Twitch. Okay, so. Are you making bank on that or yeah, what? How, how, why? The, the big question is why? I want to hear that. Yeah, a lot of huge advantages I've got from it. Great productivity. You can't really fuck off if people are watching over your shoulder the entire oh, time. Okay. And it's great for my code quality because I have like 30, 40 uh, nerds like yelling at me every time I make a mistake. <laughs> so you can't really mess up because everyone's going to be like, uh, sir, on line 47. And so that's nice, too. Oh, that is Fortnite a, fan 99. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's roasting me. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've got QA, QC that's running live while, I mean, what you're doing right now is literally a business model because you know employers all want to sit over their developers, first and foremost, if they could crowdsource that. That's right. And, and then QA, QC it at the same time. I think... Or do we really need to talk about higher proof? I think you just discovered a new startup <laughs> in space. Working on it. Working on the it. Twitch employer, whatever <laughs> hut or something. I'm, I'm making right. about uh, 150 a month from it, so it's, I'm not ready to quit my job. But uh, it's nice money, and but most of it's going to Bezos. So <laughs> imagine that. The well, longer I live, the more I see Chad. Oh, uh, that's, all that's right, uh, Chad, I. I don't know where we go from there other than telling the rules and what he's won here on Firing Squad today. 
Well, Nick, welcome to Firing Squad. At the sound of the bell, you will have two minutes to pitch higher proof. At the end of two minutes, you're going to be hit with about 20 minutes of Q&A. If you're slow or you're just meandering along, you're going to hear the crickets. We want conciseness here. Tighten it up. Tighten it up and move on swiftly. At the end of Q&A, you will receive one of these three from both of us. Big applause. The fire of this product is hot, hot, hot. Golf clap. It's smoldering, but this product is not uh, at flame level yet. So, so keep working on it. Or the firing squad. You might be higher proof, but you're not firing squad proof. Hang it up and try something else. Maybe, I don't know, a little twitch action. That's firing squad. Are you ready? Sure am. All right, Nick. Pitch in three, two. Everyone knows hiring is broken. Hireproof offers a platform-based assessment solution centered around structured interviewing. Structured interviewing is a best practice interviewing methodology that allows employers to improve candidate experience, reduce bias, and get better hires. We use our platform to educate our users and guide them through a hiring process with a library of interviews and questions, an interview builder, an interview assistant, and the ability to compare candidates on skills and behavioral competencies. Interviewing isn't going away, but we can make it better for everyone. No more scribbled notes, messy Google Sheets, judging candidates on the firmness of their handshake, stuff like that. That's out. We want nothing fancy, no machine learning, no AI, just to focus on the fundamentals of extracting decisions from human interaction. Our three main value adds are, one, we're ethical candidate first. Seriously, we're not we're not doing any weird shit. We aren't trying to offload HR work onto candidates. We're only doing stuff we would like ourselves as candidates. Two, Um, By using the platform, every interviewer becomes a professional uh, with our interview assistant. This is especially important for long processes where many interviewers are involved. And these interviewers, their subject matter expertise is not interviewing. It's their job. So we want to help them out and make them professional interviewers. And three, providing insight into the interviews for hiring managers in HR. You can see exactly why candidates receive their score from a skill and competency perspective instead of just a bias, pass, fail. We liked them or we didn't. So that's uh, that's it for us. You can check us out if you're trying to hire. <laughs> where would you? Where that's would we it. find that's you? That's the most anticlimactic ending. <laughs> Give us a URL or something. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Hireproof.io. But I'm going to get made fun of now for the IO. So <laughs> I, was, I was avoiding it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to say, uh, Joel, I need a big applause for the monster truck yeah. voice that actually transitions into Fred the accountant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he- <laughs> He uh, he tried to out soundbite the soundbiters. That's, that's a first for the show. All right, Nick. All all comedy aside, uh, and this has been comic relief for me. Uh, yeah, we got to get to the name. Okay, a few things. You got the dot uh, io, uh, the dot com. I don't think it's available. Uh, it's, somebody owns it uh, out in Toronto, apparently. How'd you come up with the name? Do you, does it get confused with you know hot h i g h e r? Um, and lastly, what's up with the logo, dude? I, it, it looks like one bird head upside down, one bird head uh, right side up, it, two blobs. I want to buy some Ikea furniture. Like what's up with the logo and what's up with the name? Okay. Logo first, it's two dialogue bubbles upside down. It, it can also be two faces upside down, like the Spider-Man kiss situation. And uh, <laughs> privately, we think it kind of looks like 69, which is funny to us. Um, but in terms of the domain, it's, uh, 
we emailed him. We said, he said, I'm looking for substantial offers. We said, okay, 8K. He said 25K. He's owned it since 2006. And uh, we, we aren't ready to, to hit that yet. Uh, maybe once we raise uh, our next round. And then the name. Uh, so it's funny because Fireproof uh, is what we based our name off of. And that would mean that you, if Fireproof is the same as Fireproof, that would mean you couldn't get hired. And we also <laughs> thought that was funny. Uh-huh. Um, but we're sticking with it because we, we're marking down whenever people bring that up. And it's only been once so far. So only one person has been like, doesn't that mean you can't get hired? And we were like, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, it, yes, does, it does. But people have been liking it, I think, so we're sticking with it. Okay, you had me at sixty nine, Nick. You had me at sixty nine. Let's. Um, you, you mentioned our next raise, but according to Crunchbase, you guys have been totally bootstrapped up to this point. Is there some news you want to drop on this on this episode? What's going on with the uh, the funding of this company? Um, we raised a pre seed round of three hundred fifty k from Icebreakers VC in Finland in September of last year. Um, and we've been working through that right now, burning through it as fast as we can. And we're going to raise soonish. I wouldn't say now, um, but soonish. <laughs> soonish. So any, any investors out well, there? If you're burning through it as soon as you can or fast as you can. Yeah, you better, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You we're trying. The funding's raising. We're trying. <laughs> and if I may grandstand for a second, I listened to a few of your other podcasts, three in a row the other day, actually, where people said that they were totally bootstrapped um, and then mentioned that they had a family and friend round. And I want all the listeners to know that uh, while a family and friend round does fall within the legal definition of bootstrapping, um, generally these people built amazing products with tons of money. It's not like they did this in their spare time. They got 500000 from their father or something. But you're not bitter at all, are you, Nick? Uh, uh, that being said, we're completely bootstrapped except for a small race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we talk about the small race, let's let's talk about the, the, the team. How big is the team and how did you meet your founder, your co-founder? Sorry. There's four of us now, uh, three co-founders, and we've hired a customer success lead. And the co-founders we met on Reddit, there's a... Our co-founders is a is a co-founder Tinder on Reddit, and most of the ideas are stupid. Most of them are like, "Hey, I want to make an app for it's Uber for dog dentistry or something," and <laughs> just ignore those immediately. And then sometimes once a month, you'll see a well-written uh, post that strikes that strikes you. That's like, "Hey, I need this actually," and uh, that's that's how I found Max. What about the other co-founder? You said you have three, so you found you found one on Reddit Tinder interesting. What, how'd you find the other one? Yeah, same, same kind of deal. Um, we actually got funding when it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot easier to find a, a third co- co-founder when you can brag about getting funding. <laughs> but we did it the same way. They can invite the, the Finland PM. To that <laughs> She's ready only to party. If, only if you're lucky. Uh, let's talk about uh, experience. So out of all three co-founders, your experience in this space, actually being in HR and TA tech, what, what kind of experience do you have? Uh, I have almost none. Uh, the HR person here is Max. He's uh, he was an early employee at uh, UiPath. He's he's really into it. He thinks of himself as a thought leader in HR. Um, and we didn't bring him. Uh, instead of him coming on the show, uh, he rambles a bit and. He's too pure for you two cretins. So I'm here. Um, but uh, basically, I saw the problem he was having, and I was hiring 30 people at a time, and this was also a problem I was having. So uh, I was happy to join in, and I'm happy to be in this world now because I, I've learned a ton, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. 
Okay, so there are a shit ton of interviewing platforms that are out there today. I'm, you, I'm sure you already know this. You've probably done all the, I hope you've done all the research. What makes yours different than all of those other than not having all the acronyms, AI, ML, NLP, et cetera, et cetera? What, make, what makes you different? Most of our competitors are like conversational analytics. So that's the approach they take. They record and analyze the interviews and um, then they give suggestions on what could be improved and then tell them how the interview went. Um, we've kind of got the opposite approach where our starting point is that we're um, building these interviews with science-backed frameworks. And so anyone can have a, anyone can run an easy interview without the need to do a few and get feedback on those. So we have a guide of what a good interview should like off the bat. And additionally, they're filling it out. This isn't a scorecard situation where you look back and you're like, whoa, was he good at that? Um, no, you're filling this out as you go through the interview, as it's holding your hand through the interview. Um, so that's the difference between us. And I guess we can mention video interviewing as well, mm-hmm. which we don't we don't support anything. We don't uh, support anything that would change the candidate candidate's experience from a normal interview. Right. So the candidate, the candidate never knows they're using higher proof. It's only for the hiring managers, the interviewers. So you said this is a science-backed framework. Two things. What does that mean? Number one, I mean science-backed framework. But what is? Is there like a a standard that uh, that, that we don't know about? Number one and number two. Is this a synchronous interview that is really just leading the human through a structured interview process? Um, two, yes. I think that's a pretty good description of what we're doing. And as for one, the science stuff, we're basing this off of a 1998 paper by Hunter and Schmidt. And then they had a 2016 update or whatever. That was what was the uh, highest validity for predicting job performance in interviewing. And that's what we're basing most of our decisions around when we're talking about how we want these interviews to go. I want to go back to the money real quick because you went, you got on your soapbox there for a second. And yeah, sorry. How, how much are you are you looking to raise in a next round? I mean, are you looking for like five to six, more than that? What's it going to take to get this thing off the ground? No, I think it's going to be less than that. I think it's between two and four. If uh, I, We would love four, but we'd be over the moon with two as well. Okay. So, and who is your who's your target customer? I mean, who's the typical size, geographical location, industry? Like, who's the typical user of this product, and how many customers do you currently have? Um, I'll answer the customers we currently have right now. We launched uh, in, about four months ago in early May or something, and right now we have we've been averaging twenty five active organizations on our our app, which we're quite proud of, and they're using it pretty heavily. So we're, we're we're really proud of that. And we've done that with no marketing budgets, um, literally no marketing except for Twitch. So we're, we're quite happy with that. And um, in terms of target demographic, uh, we're slamming hiring managers right now. We don't have the, uh, we don't have the accommodate, we, we can't accommodate big enterprises at the moment. We don't have the features built for them. And we don't have the integrations with the ATSs that they would require. So right now we're getting like uh, rogue hiring managers that uh, don't like don't like what HireVue is doing or whatever. And those have been our evangelists and we're, we're really enjoying them right now. And in terms of where, uh, Europe. What's up, guys? I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising? Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters 
reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing HireMaster.ai. HireMaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. HireMaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting HireMaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot A-I. Northern Europe, primarily? Yeah. The Nordics? Okay. Yeah. So currently, guys are in beta. Very little integrations that I see. Is that part of your strategy going forward, or are you looking to be the platform? Oh, no, we, we want to do integrations. Who would you do integrations with, especially in that part of the world? Have you focused on that yet? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we're, and I'd love to hear advice from you guys as well, but we've been prodding this out and trying to figure out who we want. I think we want smaller um, ATSs that are just starting who want to do a more tightly coupled integration um, because our biggest fear is that we put integrations into uh, greenhouse or whatever, and they just sit in a marketplace collecting dust and cobwebs. Um, so I think we're going to shoot for the up and comers. Uh, I think Personio, that ship's already sailed. They're a bit too big now, but uh, people... Yeah, people Yeah, people a little smaller than them is who we're shooting for. So you mentioned that sort of rogue uh, recruiters, hiring managers are finding you. Talk about marketing. I mean, it's easy to say we don't do any marketing, but you have to be doing something. Um, and I'm guessing it's not social media because your Instagram page has a whopping two pictures on it and 25 followers. So talk about marketing this thing. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're doing well on LinkedIn. I think I'm quite happy with our metrics on LinkedIn for engagement. We, we, our Instagram is going to be purely social. So that's for the career page is what we're not trying to advertise on there. I don't think people are hanging out there. Um, but mainly we've just tried to structure the content we have on our website to appeal to keywords of these rogue hiring managers who want like, uh, data-driven solutions without AI and machine, without unethical stuff. So we've been going pretty hard on ethics and candidate first. Okay. And your website says, quote, hire proof makes anyone a world-class interviewer just by clicking a link, end quote. I mean, your explainer video is three minutes long. Tell, talk to me about the truthfulness of that statement. Um, yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Uh, as you can see, I'm an extroverted, confident guy. I thought I was great at interviewing, right? It's simple arrogance. We all think we're good drivers or whatever. And then um, after using the tool, you, you realize that you're just asking whatever you want to ask without regard to how your hiring manager wants you to evaluate these people. And how your hiring manager wants you to evaluate these people must be consistent between all the other interviewers. So just by like slapping everyone and getting them in line, um, you're already increasing the validity of these interviews because they're consistent. So I think it's uh, I think it's really important that everyone uh, is on the same page and can run these consistently. And this is the feedback we constantly get from people who have used it. Yeah, well, let's talk about fair and unbiased. So there are plenty of other interviewing platforms that are out there that uh, say that they're unbiased. What makes yours so 
unbiased. Yeah, actually. Um, once again, I mentioned those two papers earlier, and I think they should be mandatory reads for anyone who's who's doing interviewing. But indeed, um, they're the methodologies that, that feature the least amount of bias. And also when we say unbiased, I, I, I want to once again go back to no fancy stuff. So all the machine learning and AI that we're not doing, which mm-hmm. um, sounds like a negative, is uh, actually, in my opinion, a positive. I think um, I'll quote you guys when you say bias at scale is what these things bring to the table. And we think interviewing is going to continue to be one-on-one real talk, let's say, uh, in the future. And we just want to do this and reduce the bias as much as we can in there. Obviously, it's impossible to eliminate bias. That's that's, uh, not what we're claiming. Okay. Well, let's talk about more than just integrations with applicant tracking systems. What other types of platforms or partnerships do you see uh, coming down the road? Where's your focus on partnerships? Our focus on partnerships is definitely ATS stuff because we don't want to become another ATS. So I know you said aside from that, but I want to clear that's absolutely our focus. We need, before we can get this into the, the hands of HR, we need these HR people to not have to duplicate work, right? Mm-hmm. We need we need those integrations. But besides that, one of the ones we're interested in, in is deciding which um we don't have a solution for tech hiring. We don't have a solution for the tech part of the interview. We have non-hire proof interviews where you can just put in arbitrary scores, but we want to do actual integrations with um, the leak code or the interview or whatever we find uh, to be our, our favorite uh, tech interviewing. Okay. So that being said, obviously tech interviewing is not your forte. That's cool. Uh, what is your forte? Yeah, it, it actually has been tech interviewing. Um, okay. But the, yeah, the, the nice part about that is that those are generally pass fail. So they're, they're quite easy to implement into our system without having to do them in our system. So we've been having a ton of people who have a blank second interview or whatever it is in their process that they just say pass fail on uh, and continue on the next. What the sweet spot is, is the actual behavioral competencies we're, we're checking for people. So it's been the, the soft skills has been what we've been really uh, people have been really happy with. So what about code testing? I mean, you have, you, you can ask questions in a structured way, in a more fair way, but what about testing, especially around tech? Because yeah, I can answer the questions, but can I actually code? Yeah, we, it, it would fall under the same solution. We would try to find an integration for a company that does code testing, right? So these, these tech interviews are usually comprised of two behavioral ones and one actual coding interview. And most of the time, as I said, they're pass-fail. So we just find uh, whatever we like the most or continue letting people put in arbitrary results for the X stage of the interview. How big of a threat do you see automation in the, in the interviewing process in your product? Or are you looking to go more of an automated product in the future? Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I think we saw the, the pendulum go all the way towards automation uh, eight years ago. And now it's finally uh, across halfway back towards um, having HR departments instead of skeleton crews running automations. So um, hopefully that trend continues. And we're kind of banking on that, quite frankly. We're kind of banking on the fact that candidates hate um, uh, pre-assessments, uh, one-way video interviewing. These are these are things that are not liked by candidates. Um, so I, I'm hoping to ride that wave into uh, doing the right thing and having actual interviews where the companies are reciprocating the effort that the candidates are. Yeah, you, you say things on your on your site like uh, you create a delightful interview process, and uh, your product will make candidates happier. So I think you got to stick to the human thing 
unless the robots get good enough to make us uh, happy, which I guess they could, but maybe not online. Uh, you guys are still in beta. You're a young company. Um, what's next for you guys in terms of product development? When we talk a year from now, what new things is uh, Higherproof going to have to offer? Yeah, we need a. I don't know if you noticed, but we have a library of uh, pre-made interviews, and we want to expand that both in quality and quantity. Um, so we want to get a lot more out there and have those look a lot nicer. Um, we want to have a simpler onboarding and because you have to create these interviews yourselves, which most of the time are evangelists. It's easy for them, right? Because they're capable. They have a notepad where they have all their questions already written down, but we need a better system of recommending. You type in your job title and we give you, we think there should be three interviews with X questions. So we want to do um, stuff like that, machine learning like that. Um, and then integrations is going to be the, ne- that's going to be what we spend the next chunk of the year on. Okay. Let's talk about revenue real quick. What's the business model and who really are you guys going after right now? Are you looking for partnerships to be able to, uh, hit a, a bunch of different brands and, and integrate, you know, the platform with a different, uh, a bunch of different brands, or are you focusing on just straight, uh, direct brands? Um, right now it's the pricing is, uh, free 99. We're in beta. We don't even have it implemented. Uh, we plan on sending our first invoices next week and our invoices are going to be around, uh, 150 euros per month. That's for one seat. And we want a freemium model as well, because right now our greatest asset is how beautiful our product is. Quite frankly, I don't, I'm sorry I implemented it. So, uh, but that's really our greatest asset. So we need a freemium pretty much ASAP. That's going to be coming within the month. Um, We've been in beta for a while now, almost a year. So I think it's time to get out of there. Um, And then, yeah, direct to brands for, for the start, right? We want word of mouth. We made this thing to be beautiful and we want people to talk about it. So that's what we're going to try. So what does a yank like yourself know about go to market in the Nordics? Yeah, not not enough. Uh, SEO and organic growth is is my forte, but uh, we're counting on getting some people in who know this a bit better than I do. What do you want to be when you grow up? We usually get the yearbook answer on this one, but sometimes we're surprised. Like, what's the end goal of this company? Don't uh, investors don't listen to me. Uh, we view ourselves as a as an acquisition target, quite frankly, because we don't want to make another ATS. That's not what the world needs. What the world needs is standardized interviewing that's good for everyone, right? And that's what we want to accomplish, and that's what we're going to try to do. So uh, I don't see us branching out into becoming a full service ATS at any point. Thanks for your honesty. And with that, it's time to face the firing squad. Nick, are you ready? Oh, sure am. All right, Chad, get them. Man, I, I got to say, uh, you you messed up your stand-up career. <laughs> if this doesn't work, and, and Twitch, the twi- the the you know the back to, to Twitch uh, business model doesn't work, then uh, you always have stand-up, man. That's good. Uh, we don't need another ATS. You are goddamn right. We don't. I, I love that you are thinking of making something that is pure, that is fair, that is unbiased. Uh, no AI, no ML, no NLP, library of interviews, structured, because there are so many companies, so many companies who do not want to use one-way interviewing. I, I know from a scale standpoint, especially much larger companies, they might have to go that way, but many companies do not want to go that way. So they just want better standardized processes, but where, where you're really going to need a lot of help, obviously, is go to market 
and the rogue recruiters and managers uh, isn't a great business model. I, I think you probably know that already. Uh, and staffing, to be quite frank, I think is your quickest road to adoption, especially in the Nordics. So overall, this is going to surprise you, Cheeseman. Overall, you th- there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but you are so young in this journey, I, I think I think you, you're hitting all the right notes. This is a big applause for me, Nick. Thank you. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. All right, Nick. Don't get too comfortable. Now comes the bad cop. Don't get too comfy. <laughs> it's my turn to uh, address your startup. Well, first of all, I can never look at your logo again the same. And for that, I don't know whether to thank you or curse your name forever. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the, the business. Look, you guys are super, super in diapers, baby, young, and it's always hard to to sort of give a rating or give opinion and commentary about uh, such companies. But when I look at, at your business, I see a company that is that is well diverse in terms of technology you're obviously a great salesperson, and Chad is right when he says you've missed your your comic window. Uh, maybe it's still open at some point. But I, I look at this thing, and I see acquisition written all over it. Chad and I do a show uh, that covers just the European market, so we know intimately how much money is going into Europe, how many cool ideas and, and startups are being uh, developed uh, in Europe. Frankly, there's not enough Finnish companies. So frankly, it's it's nice to, to see something come out of Finland. Companies like House of HR, who who do the Euro show with us, have a lot of money to acquire businesses like yours. You mentioned Personio. We talk about Hi Bob. There are lots of companies in your neck of the woods that are going to be looking for technology uh, like you guys are offering. I like that you're not raising too much money uh, in the process. I think that could uh, strangle you if you raise too much. I think going lean and mean, building something that's that's applicable. I think the marketing is probably the only ding against uh, your company. I don't, you know, outside of organic SEO and, and what you're doing on LinkedIn, I know that can get better. And if you guys raise some money, uh, you can get out there in a, in a real way and build your brand um, and obviously lean towards acquisition, which I think is where you're going. You're not spinning us on ruling the world. You're not uh, trying to convince us that you have the next best mousetrap. So for me, based on what you guys are looking to do and what you've built so far, for me as well, big applause, Nick. That's a double applause if you're keeping score at home. So congratulations, Nick. How's it feel? Yeah, it feels great. Thank you very much. Big fan of the podcast. I also want to give a shout out to Sally Mucic. Uh, he's the one who introduced me to this podcast, and we talk about uh, pretty much every episode. So keep Thanks it up, for guys. Brown nosing, brown nosing after the fact that we've both given you a big applause. Yeah, there, yeah. so <laughs> there you go. Nice, refreshing thing <laughs> from, from companies. All right, Chad. Another firing squad is in the books. Nick, thanks for joining us and good luck to you. Keep us informed of what you guys are doing. We're happy to take 15% of whatever the, uh, the, the final sales <laughs> price is of this company. Chad, we out. We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com.
The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.